Blog Talk Radio. Welcome in, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. We are live today on the 100% Food Line. Visit SpaceNutrientsStation.com. Coming up today, we talk Michigan State University Spartan Softball. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show, presented by Vinci. Hey, you guys, this is Carlos Torres, Major League Baseball player, and I've been around a lot of gloves in my life and in my days, and I tell you what, go to VinciPro.com to check out real quality, best leather, best craftsmanship, everything all together, the whole package. Go to VinciPro.com. The camera's going to go on both people. If you're in those big moments and the winning runs on base and they're throwing it, they hit a base into the outfield, and it's the center fielder throwing it to the plate. Either the GOAT's going to be the center fielder who missed the throw, or the hero of throwing them out. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we are live presented by Vinci. Again, as you guys heard Carlos Torres say, make sure you guys go check out VinciPro.com. That's VinciPro.com. And as always, we are live today on the 100% Food Hotline. Blast off with 100% Food. Visit SpaceNutrientsStation.com, 100% food, probably the most effective meal. One quick housing note before we start today's show, talking Spartan softball. It was announced yesterday, every Monday starting next Monday, February 1st, running all the way through each Monday through the end of the college season, Oklahoma State University head softball coach Kenny Dieski will co-host TCRS with me. Again, starting next Monday, February 1st, live, Kenny Dieski, head softball coach, Oklahoma State University, here co-hosting TCRS throughout the entire college softball season. With me on the line right now, though, Jackie Joseph, the head softball coach of Michigan State University. Coach, welcome in. Glad to have you here. Hey, thanks. It's, I'm excited to be on. I'm a little jealous, though, that Kenny gets to go on every week. That's pretty cool. Well, last you know, Coach, last year we had uh, Lonnie Alameda from FSU on every week with us, hosting Seminole Softball Monday, and we had a great turnout for it, great listenership rating. So hopefully, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe 2017 will be the year the Spartans on here every week. Hey, we can only hope. I think that's exciting, though. That's good stuff. I think Kenny's going to be going to be awesome. And also, want to let everybody know too. We do have a very special intro. Uh, Coach Gajewski will have his own customized intro here on TCRS. So make sure you guys tune in. The times for those shows will be announced, uh, hopefully sometime today, if not by the end of this week. But Coach, enough with that. Let's jump into it. Talk about your Spartan softball team. One thing that when you look over really last season, your team up and down the roster, the batting averages skyrocketed and really jumped across the board for this ball club. How much stress did you put on that going into last season? And have you really continued to build on that as we approach the 2016 season? Well, I mean, I think you're always really trying to, you know, figure out ways to score more runs. But I, I think that we, the kids were just exceptionally dialed in. And I think that, you know, we had, um, you know, we had a new, 
a new coaching staff in, in terms of, you know, we had the addition of um, of JT Gasso and Andrea Harrison, and I thought they, you know, we had, you know, we had had some turnover there. We had, you know, the, the tragic situation where I lost my assistant coach in a car accident, and then, you know, we had that year where we were just reeling and, and trying to recover, and and um, and it's not that we didn't, I didn't think we did a good job, but we were able to. Um, you know, everybody get on the same page and, and be focused in one direction. And I thought JT and Andrea had made a, a really significant contribution to our program. And then, you know, as you know, you know, JT went back home and he's working uh, for his mom now at Oklahoma and, and uh, brought in another young gal that I think has picked up where he left off and, and really done an amazing job so far. So I think we took big strides last year in that area. And I think that what you're going to see this year is a continuation of that and then some. So so I'm really looking forward to our numbers even getting better. Coach, let's get into it. Starting inside the circle, um, Christina Zaleski, redshirt sophomore, by far the most innings pitched on this ball club, definitely going to be the ace of this staff, 172.2 innings last year in ERA of 3.65, and then Bridget Rainey behind her, the sophomore. Talk about these two, and what have, what have you really worked with Christina on coming into this season? Um, well, the, you know, just to, in an overall sense, um, the thing you notice about our entire lineup right away is that there are no freshmen in it as starters. So what that means is we have a lot of experience back up and down the lineup, and it starts in the circle. So Christina has a lot of innings and a lot of experience, and I think, you know, she's the hardest thrower on her staff, and she's got, um, you know, a, a devastating changeup. And more than anything, I think this year she's got some maturity they'll go with that and um so we're really excited about about that and with Bridget Rainey you know she was a freshman last year she didn't have nearly the success that thought she was going to have but mostly just because um you know freshmen just don't get it they don't understand what a huge huge leap it is from high school and club ball into the college ranks and um her improvement uh over the summer um she went home and played a lot of women's ball um, which a lot of kids are not willing to do, and she did, and she got a lot better. So um, she's a lot more experienced than uh, than maybe what she would normally be. So with those two back, and, and Bridget's a lefty, and that always, you know, helps, um, you know, with contrast. What we're looking to do is mix and match. Um, maybe we don't have that one kid that's going to dominate seven innings every game. And maybe we will, but what we feel really good about is the pitching staff. Um, those are the two key returners, um, but we've got a couple of wild card kids in the Q2. We've got a redshirt junior, Danny Gornson, that is healthy right now, throwing about 55, 60 pitches, and uh, really spins the ball well. Um, and then we've got a freshman um, that we think is going to get some innings too. So I think we're going to have a good staff, and I think that's why I'm – I'm so confident about uh, going into this year. Coach, we go behind the dish now with Lindsay and then Jordan. Lindsay returning from an injury, only being able to play 14 games last year. How is how is her um, recovery progressed? Where what is her status right now? <laughs> 
she's she's 100%, and, um, you know, she had a great freshman year and was really starting to come on at the plate her freshman year and got injured in late in uh, late in the season, and it cost her her entire sophomore year. So now I've got a kid who's really, uh, you know, red shirt and with a lot of experience and very hungry, and she's 100% and healthy. So, you know, the, the, the pitching piece is big, but, boy, if you don't have a great battery, if you don't have a great catcher, uh, that can really limit you. So I feel really, really good about about that situation. And then uh, backing Lindsay up is Jordan Davis, who, um, you know, was a, a backup for us last year and ended up catching a lot. And so she, I know she'll really be pushing Lindsay for um, starting time as well. So feel good about the catchers. Gus, we go over to the left left side of the field. Uh, Shannon Thomas and then Jackie Reiser. Uh, Shannon Thomas, a senior. Now, Coach, we were talking before we um, came on air a little bit, and then also, you know, right at the beginning there about this team's batting. And Shannon Thomas is one of those players. You look at her batting average over the last couple of years; it's gone from 138 to 183. To 226. She's definitely going to be a leader of this team. One of the only, uh, one of the few seniors on this team. What are you expecting out of her leadership-wise this year? Oh, well, I tell you, I expect a ton, and she knows it, and she's embraced it. Um, I think, I think she's a real, real key cog. I mean, if if she isn't hitting over 300 and and really, you know, just feeling good and confident. Um, I'd be shocked. I mean, she's doing and saying and acting all of the right things. Um, I think it's really starting to come together for her. You know, Jared, seniors can go one of two ways. You know, seniors can be burned out and have one foot, you know, into their careers and their future, or they can really be hungry and, and have a great senior year. And I think Shannon's the latter. I think that she has not had the kind of success that, that I think she wanted to have and that we thought she'd have early, and I think that's made her um, prepared her and made her that much more hungry. Um, so I couldn't be more happy with where she's at right now, um, and uh, and she's going to be a key leader for us, no question. And I think she's capable certainly of hitting 300-plus and um, double-digit home runs. She's got great power. She can hit the off-field. Um, and she's she's learned a lot and very mature now, so we're looking for big things. Uh, Coach, you go to the shortstop position, Mackenzie Long there, another sophomore. You know, what what did you really want her to work on coming into this season, and how has she improved on the one area that you've wanted her to work on? Mackenzie Long is just an outstanding softball player. I mean – no one got to see what she could do last year because she was injured from the start of the year to the end of the year. She was just plagued with, you know, random weird injuries that kept her off the field and frustrated and, um, you know, just a lot of, uh, a lot of angst for her as a freshman, but she's a, she's a stud. I mean, the kid can run, throw, hit, she swings it left. She can drop a bunt. She's a great player, got great range, got a good arm. So she's she's a player who got, you know, a lot of time but not any consistent time. No no consistency in, in the innings she could play. She was in and out of the lineup due to injury. 
Um, so a healthy McKenzie Long at shortstop really bodes well for us. So we're uh, we're excited about her. And then behind her, we've got a kid who's going to back up three spots, a kid that's really, really versatile, uh, Jackie Riser. She plays third, she plays short, she plays second. So should anything happen um, in any of those positions, um, we feel good about Jackie Riser's ability to come in and play great defense. This is CCRS, the Coach Roadshow. We are live, as always, on the 100% Food Hotline and brought to you by Vinci. We'll come back right after this short break. We will take a look at the Spartans' outfield, and we'll also head over to first base and second base and see how the Spartans stack up in those positions. This is TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. Hey, Coach Mike Lucie. Coach, welcome to the show. It's always good to have a celebrity in town. Now, welcome to Lafayette. Welcome to Cajun Petra. Glad you're here. Hey, this is Ashley Carter, former professional softball player for the Pennsylvania Rebellion. Make sure you guys check out VincyPro.com, makers of high-quality baseball and softball equipment. Make sure you don't go on the field without it. And go on VincyPro.com to check out and get your own very custom glove and use discount code HC01 to get 15% off your total score today. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back here on the 100% food hotline blast off with a 100% food visit. SafeNutrientStation.com, 100% food, probably the most effective meal. Again, we are brought to you by Vinci. Our website is VinciPro.com. Still talking Michigan State softball, though, today with Jackie Joseph, the head coach of Michigan State University. Coach, let's take a look at your outfield. We'll start at in uh, left field with uh, Cassidy Kujawa, the junior. Again, another player that has continued to raise that batting average, is getting more looks for you at the plate, also brings you some speed out there in the outfield. Tell us a little bit about her and her uh, uh, slated backup, Celeste Wood. Well, Kujawa is a great player. She, in terms of power, um, she may lead our team in home runs. She's just um, she's the best arm in our outfield, and and she hits for power. Um, she's also got a great eye at the plate. So if people try to pitch around her, um, she's not um, you know she's not too big of an ego where she won't take her walk. So uh, we're looking for big things from her. Um, you know she's she's going to be definitely one of our three, four, five hitters for sure. Uh, Coach, one of your moving over center field now, the position I played in baseball growing up, The one of your top players on this team is definitely one of your sophomores, and that is, of course, Forster, second team, all Big Ten, um, led the B1G in triples last season. Um, Caitlin uh, Evelyn behind her, the freshman, all league first team all four years for her there in uh, back in high school. You have a very, what looks to be a very, very strong center field group. Talk about those two. Yeah, no question. Leah Forster has, uh, you know, had a huge freshman year, so we're expecting big things from her, and we're hoping that she can, you know, maintain why she was successful. Sometimes sophomores really struggle when they have big freshman years because they get away from doing the things that made him successful as freshmen. So we're hoping that Leah is able to maintain her 
approach and not get ahead of herself so she can have the same kind of year. Um, great range, great base runner, um, just an all-around solid player. And i got to be honest with you, I put Caitlin Evelyn as the backup out there, but I really don't know where she's going to play. Caitlin Evelyn is a freshman who's <laughs> very talented. I don't, I don't really know where she's going to go. She caught in club ball. She caught in high school. She played third base. She played shortstop. She played outfield. Caitlin Evelyn is just a great all-around athlete who we think might have a huge year at the plate. And as you know, if she hits, I'm going to find a place for her, but I really don't know where she could play. People shouldn't be shocked if they see her behind the plate, if they see her at third, if they see her in the outfield, any one of the outfield positions, I don't know. It's just one of those deals where if you hit, I'm going to figure out a way to get you in the lineup. Coach, that is definitely the oldest oldest, uh, adage when it comes to and saying when it comes to softball. If you can hit, that coach is going to be able to place you somewhere. They'll make it happen. Absolutely. Yep, that's so, true. Coach, going, going over to right field, Ebony Eccles over there, the freshman. Coach, you really, I mean, when you look, before, before we get your comments on Ebony, when you look down, up and down this roster, it's a very young roster as far as playing time on the college level, but still consists of a lot of players that have been on the college scene for a little bit. Ebony Eccles, though, coming in as a freshman, Stepping in in the B1G, when you look at Ebony Eccles, what makes you feel comfortable with having her out there in right field? Well, Ebony Eccles is very special. She has special speed, speed that you can't coach, you can't teach. She is maybe the fastest player I'll have ever coached. And so, um, you know, she's out there and right, but she also can play middle infield. So she's also one of my key backups if, if if something happens in the infield. We're putting her in the outfield because we thought that'd be her best shot of breaking in the lineup. But she's got special speed. What she's got to really work on is, you know, understanding the ground is her friend and, um, you know, being able to, um, you know, manage her barrel control. She's on the left side. Um, you know, in club ball, she – she played, um, you know, a little bit of everything. So she hasn't mastered one skill. She hasn't mastered bunt for it. She hasn't mastered slap. She hasn't mastered the swing. So we're trying to really dial her down and get her where she feels really, really good about two of her skills. But I'll tell you this, if, if the ball is on the ground or she, I mean, she gets on base, she has very, very special speed. So that's why we're so excited about her. Moving over, moving back into the NCL now, Destiny Luna, the senior at second base there. Um, again, Coach, as you mentioned, uh, her backup will be Jackie Reiser. Talk a little bit about Destiny. Luna's a four-year starter, and she probably has the most experience um, from club ball all the way up. She's from Arizona. Um, been playing at a very high level since she was very little. Um might be one of the best defensive players in the league. Um, I certainly think she is. She's just struggled at the plate, and I think this year so far she's showing every indication of, of finally putting it together as a senior. Like Shannon Thomas, like I said before, some seniors have one foot out the door. Luna does not. I think Luna is really primed and ready for a big year. Um, part of the reason is I think she realizes that she – she really is a better hitter than she's shown, 
and part of the reason is she's got some freshman nip at her heels. Um, it's, you know, she's going to be pushed. And um, as much as I appreciate and value defense, um, right now we're going with our best offensive lineup, and I think she, she feels that pressure. So I think she's primed and ready to go to have a great year, and, uh, and I certainly hope that that's the case. Last position of breakdown here for us, Coach. First base, Sarah Gutnick, the junior, and then behind her, Celeste Wood, the freshman from Los Altos High School in California, three-time first-team All-CIF Southern Selection. Um, first, talk a little bit about Sarah, and then uh, definitely tell us your thoughts on Celeste uh, coming into this program. Gutnick is, um, with Kajawa, our two most powerful hitters. Um, Gutnick definitely has the ability to hit double-digit home runs. Um, she's worked extremely hard on her swing. Um, you know, very, very um, competitive that way. I think going to be one of our best hitters. If she's not hitting three, four, or five, that's going to be a problem. Um, first base is new for her. Um, this is where we, we lost our best defensive a player in McKenzie Frymuth's graduation, but by far best defensive first baseman in the league. So we're new there. It's it's a challenge for Sarah, but she's working very hard at it. So we're we're expecting uh, big things from her. Maybe not as much defensively as offensively, but I think it's still not going to hurt us there. Uh, Celeste Wood, the freshman, may be one of the most athletic freshmen we've signed in years. Um, she's a five-tool kid. She can, um, you know, she can swing it. She can run. Um, you know, for a kid who's 5'10", she's maybe my second or third fastest player on my team. She's got a great arm. She pitches, and she might end up in left field. She might end up at first base uh, can she can, because she can swing it. So she's another one that's going to push upperclassmen um, for, for one of the spots in the top nine because so far she's really shown the ability to, um, to really swing it. So uh, we're excited about her. Coach, before I give you an opportunity to talk about one thing that is always asked of every coach the first time they come on the show, I want to congratulate you on your election into the NFC Hall of Fame, which will happen this coming December in New Orleans. So congratulations well, on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm uh, truly humbled and honored by that, and uh, that's going to be a great time for sure. Well, we will be down there, so – Hopefully, I will be able to somehow get a uh, get a ticket to the Hall of Fame banquet this year, since I will be in New Orleans all week um, for the NSCA convention and uh, be there, able to be there to support you. That would be amazing. Um, Coach, oh, that would, that would be amazing. Coach, last question for you. Again, as I alluded to, I ask this of all my head coaches the first time they come on the show. What does it take not only for someone to become a member of your softball program, but also become a member of the Michigan State University campus and community? Well, I think that, you know, like all Big Ten schools, it's an academic, it's an academic decision. I mean, there's, there are certainly schools you can go to and play softball, and it's, there's, like, I would consider, like, they're softball schools. There are other schools that, you know, are primarily you're there, you know, one semester, maybe a Division three setting or, or something like that. At Michigan State, it's a decision that you make if you want to 
legitimately understand it's an act. It's as much of an academic decision as it is an athletic decision. It's a, even though we're a public institution, um, you know, we do some things world class, and you're still a member of the Big Ten Conference, which is, which is, you know, very elite. Um, I think it's really important for kids to find a fit. I believe in my heart of hearts that there is a place for every girl to play after high school if she so if she so chooses. But it's important to find a good fit. You want to find a good fit socially. You know, for some kids, we're too far away from where they live. Um, for some kids, we're too close. So it's got to be a good fit socially. We're a large campus. We're over 48,000 students. Um, you know, it's a big setting. Um, that may be attractive for some and not for others. It's got to be a good fit um, academically. We've got to have some majors that you're interested in studying. I mean, because we're so big, we have over 200 and 40 different degree programs, so I'm confident it, we can meet kids' needs that way academically, but you've got to have the academic profile to, to, to feel comfortable here. Thirdly, it's got to be a fit athletically. You, kids have got to understand what their role is going to be, you know, if they come here. Are they going to be a walk-on? Are they going to play maybe as juniors or seniors? Or are we looking at them to start as freshmen and make an impact? And then lastly, it's got to be a good fit financially. Um, you know, I'm one of those people that believes you should not bankrupt your family um, to fund an undergraduate education because so many of these kids are going to be going to graduate school. But that's up to the family. Some families have saved since the time they were little and have the money to go. It costs, you know, $40,000 to go to school year if you're from Odyssey. If you're from in-state, it's about half that. So it can be a financial burden for some and not for others, but you've got you've to gotta work that through financially. Um, but obviously, we're, lastly, we're interested in kids who are dying to be Spartans. I mean, it's, a, it's an awesome time to be a Michigan State Spartan. Obviously, success, the success we're experiencing in football and basketball um, is something that a lot of, a lot of people are um, attracted to. But it, it's, this is the, the heyday of, of, uh, of, our, of our time here, certainly during my career here. Um, so you look at all those factors. And, um, you know, I think it's an exciting time, and um, we certainly welcome, um, you know, anybody that thinks that they have the ability um, to play at this level and make a difference. I'd love to uh, talk with them. Coach, sorry about this. i got to follow up with one quick question to end the show. How awesome is Coach Izzo? He's awesome. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I mean, I've known him since, you know, day one. He is the most down-to-earth team millionaire you've ever been around. He's the same guy, it's what I respect most about him, is he's the same guy when he was a GA that he is now. I mean, he's driving a nicer car and he's got a bigger house. But I'll tell you this, <laughs> going into last year, Tom Bezzo has met every single Sable player. I mean, he he knows our kids, he knows our program. That's very rare. And I will say uh, Coach D in football, same way. We've got a great, great family atmosphere here in our athletic department, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. So we're blessed. But, but truly, I'm not making it up. He's a good dude. Coach, again, congratulations on the NFC Hall of Fame. Not again, we'll, we will be down there in New Orleans and hopefully be able to see you uh, make that induction there. And uh, all the best this coming season to you and the Michigan State Spartans. I appreciate it, Jared. Good luck to you too, buddy. Go green. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show. 
Again, check out VinceyPro.com. That's VinceyPro.com for all of your baseball and softball glove needs. And check out SpaceNutrientStation.com. NutrientStation.com, 100% food, probably the most effective meal. Make sure, if you are listening to the show, make sure that you check our Twitter account. It is uh, at TCR Show, TCR Show. Hopefully sometime today we will be announcing what time slot every Monday starting next Monday, February 1st, through the end of this season, that Oklahoma State University head softball coach Kenny Gajewski will be live with us. This has been TCRS, the Coach Red Show. Until next time, better time.